Guten Abend. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Uh, this, is, this is their Real Nerd Hours podcasting. <laughs> I, don't know podcasting. If, I don't know if that's how you would say it in German, but I assume it is. I know one phrase in German. What's that? It's uh, it's lifted from Family Guy, but it's uh, Du werdest eine Krankenschwester fragen. I don't know what that I, means. I kind of botched, botched that at the end. All of our German listeners can can laugh at my silly American ways. I don't think anybody ways. in Germany listens to us. Not yet. Not yet. Worldwide, baby. German gang. Crack, crack. You'll never guess who's back, Chet. Uh, I have a feeling I know. It's Eric. He's back, man. With the trifecta for y'all. When I went to Germany, I thought it'd be like, oh man, it'd be really funny if like this Uber, there was like Ramstein playing. And I swear to fucking God, there was Ramstein playing. <laughs> like there was a band and I was like, God, this sounds like Ramstein. I haven't heard this song before, but I didn't want to be like, we're in Germany. Is this Ramstein? But then, like, the driver was like, hey, you boys like Ramstein? I was like, uh, I was like, oh, my God, it is Ramstein. Du hast. So I, guess, I guess this is what all du Germany listens mich. to. And then, then I think, like, an ABBA song played afterwards. That was pretty cool. Oh, that sucks. They're <laughs> Swedish. Yeah. They're oh. Swedish. Those people are Swedish, not German. You don't like Swedish fish? No. Oh. I, I don't Swedish like candy fish. anymore. Damn. Why not? All I like is beer. <laughs> <laughs> the, only thing, the only two things I'm capable of enjoying in life are... Beer, basketball, and music. Well, luckily, yeah. luckily, luckily we live in like the beer capital of the world, where beer here is te- technically candy, basically candy. Yeah, yeah, but people are charging too much for fucking beer. I mean, how much is too much? So if you're charging seven dollars for a stout at a like at your brew house, oh no, fuck you're, that. you're charging too much because that's a bar price. I can go down the street to a bar mm-hmm, and right. get the same pint for six fifty. Well, this is like I didn't start drinking until two years ago, so I don't. I don't. I, I have like no <laughs> cognition of what is too much. There is no good old days for you. No. Well, no, because I don't. Because like I got, I'm too old to want to just get wasted and and make mistakes. So now I uh, just want to have one beer, and since I'm a lightweight, I'll get drunk, and I usually just go for the stat with the most alcohol, which. Is easy to find in San Diego. Yeah, you got plenty like, of yeah, options. Yeah, yeah, you can you can find stouts for twelve percent, and they're del- it's it's melted ice cream basically. Mm. Yeah, it's I'm gonna taste. I I have to start brewing my own beer at a certain point because I'm sick of paying too much for beer. It's man, <laughs> it's beer is expensive as shit, and or it it's because it's all up. craft beer. You don't you don't come to San Diego and just like yeah, let me get a bud. Yeah, yeah, like. You got you got any cores on tap? No. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. When I see when I see like cores on tap or like Ducati on tap, I think God, what a waste of like a perfectly good slot for craft beer. And I sound I'm sounding super snobbish, but it's San Diego and there you. I can't think of any places that don't have at least one craft beer on IPA. their tap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, five IPAs depends on where you draw the line for craft beer because after a certain point. Certain things stop becoming, or certain things aren't craft beer. There anymore. was a while when people were considering Blue Moon to be craft beer. I'm like, because out of here, because it was at I one mean, point. At one point, now it yeah. isn't. Yeah. What about ballast? No, not craft beer anymore. Not anymore. It tastes like craft beer. Well, it was, and it's it's San yeah. Diego local. Yeah, but, but once you go to their fucking pubbery, yeah, whatever the fuck it's called. I love their pubbery. It's very. It's a beautiful building, and that's yeah. how you know it's not craft <laughs> beer anymore. It's fucking bougie. It's uh, not enough exposed metal. Do you guys like going to fall? Like, would you consider fall craft beer? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. I, that's the one that's in North Park, right? Yeah, there's well, there's like a hundred. What's dope about living in San Diego is you can go to a hip town or hip part of town and walk 
on a street to just ten different breweries where you can and tasting rooms and tap rooms. And you don't shit. have to be in the hip part of town. You, no. just, you can throw, just be. You can just be anywhere, you and your neighbor's down. house is probably a tap room. I can throw ten dimes and hit a dollar's worth of breweries. I can tell you that within three miles of here, there are six breweries. There you go. I can name four off top. I Which can want two of them uh, for my place. Kilowatt. Never been. Society. Never been. The council. Never heard. Quantum. Never heard. I can. Do, are they good? Society and the council are. Yeah. For those of you who follow me on Twitter at that Denzel, I posted a tweet about a brewery having eight of twenty-one beers on tap being IPAs. I fucking hate that. That's that was the place, the council. But were, were were there like a good selection of other beers? Like, wait, how many different kinds of IPAs can you make? You can make a double IPA, a quad. You can make you can make a quad. What, what what's a like a quad kill quad combo what does it do i don't know it probably fucking murders and rapes your taste buds man cool. i, I kind of want to try that because because like i don't even like ipas and i know that like okay double ipas are even worse i gotta know how bad a quadruple is i fucking hate all ipas i like ipas people say that it tastes like bitter and sour but i think it tastes sweet to me you are a psychopath i i don't know it's gosh. Like I think people who think cilantro tastes like soap is a, are psychopaths. And that's a genetic, that's a defect. That's a genetic defect. I was gonna say it's a genetic, uh, just irregularity. No, that's a defect. Maybe I'm broken. Nah. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, We're the cilantro. Uh, we'll find out. Cilantro master yeah. race. Amputate me. <laughs> amputate the head. Yeah. We'll fix it. Sick. <laughs> oh, you hear? You hear they're gonna do a full head amputation in like China this year? Yeah, and I have a feeling that shit's not gonna work. Like, do you think he's gonna wake up screaming? Yeah, probably. I don't know what's going to happen. Because you have all these like different chemicals. Like Your brain chemicals ain't the same as this other body chemicals. And I just imagine he's going to wake up and he's, like there's going to be an existential crisis of like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, so, the I, I, body's going to reject the head and just tear right. it right off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's fucking sick. My guess is just that wow. he's going to wake up paralyzed. Like nothing's going to happen. He's just like, oh, shit. And if he wakes slowly, up. Yeah, if he wakes up at all. Yeah. And then just slowly go into necrosis, and then that's it. Well, okay, let's say, dog, you go, you, you're paralyzed, and you're going to die in about, like, three months. Would you take that chance? I suppose so. Like, you got nothing to lose. Oh, yeah, if I've got nothing to lose, then fuck it. Yeah. Cool. Why yeah, not? If you're, yeah, if you're paralyzed, if you're, you know, terminally ill, fuck it. Do whatever you want. For the sake of science, let's do this. Yeah, I mean, shit. Like, oh, you're going to die in three months. You want to... Get shot out into space and see how far you'll make it. Well, what's the last thing you would do before the operation? Like, you're like, okay, oh, you're already paralyzed. You can't I do mean, much. I mean, yeah. I guess you can watch TV or I don't know. I would, I would try to get a random woman on the street to let me suck on the titties. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I mean, you still got to work in the mouth, someone's, right? Someone's <laughs> gonna take you on the street, and you got to start asking girls. And no, no, you yeah, just I mean, like, hey, I'm with the Make a Wish Foundation. Uh, I got a paralyzed man that needs some titty in his mouth. Uh, can you help a brother out? Uh, I'd be with it. Um, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I would do. Yeah, I'd probably just sit around and like lament my life. Because the, being paralyzed would probably be one of the saddest things that would happen to me. Knock on f- fucking wood. Seriously. And that's not to disparage any of our uh, paralyzed listeners. Shout out to all y'all quadriplegics. You're doing your thing. I hope you live a fulfilling life. 
I mean, like, look, I, I'm just saying that let's say I get the, my lower body gets paralyzed. One, I love jacking off. That's, <laughs> that's like that's I'll, a sport for you. Yeah. Yeah. I give myself a stranger. <laughs> As I've said before, nobody knows my dick like I do. Nobody. I can touch it the right way. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Who can touch it like me? Nobody. And I also like basketball way too much. Yeah. And that would that would kill watching it for me because like I like to watch it and say like, "Oh, I'm going to fucking try that. I'm going to uh, fucking yeah, try yeah. this tricky trick." And then suddenly it goes from like I can't I can't do anything now. Mm. I, and then I would just be playing sad chamber music in my room with lit candles all around. Who's going to light those candles? You can't move. I mean, they have to be at arm at oh, base okay. yeah, oh, yeah, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just light them and just I would be so fucking devastated. You and I make podcasts all day. Oh go. God. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is difficult enough doing one. Yeah. And mm. I already said it. I already put it out there. I'm gonna do thirty in a row every that's, day for thirty right. days. Get them audio journals. Audio logs is gonna be like me slowly fucking going into madness. It's like reading like a Resident Evil fucking diary. Yeah, mm, playing tasty. Bioshock. Yeah. Yep. just picking up audio logs. I think I'm probably gonna fuck around, do something stupid with it. I don't know. Oh, thank you to everybody who's supporting us on Patreon. By the yeah, way, yeah, big shout outs to y'all. We just we put that shit up, and like not even a day later, we hit our second goal. Like, yeah, I'm so ecstatic about it. What are the goals? The first one was uh, $1. We really did it, and that came from Chet, (laughs) which is technically cheating. Fucking cheater. Hey, that's coming out of my actual bank account. That's actual money. Uh, 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 (laughs) Support the gang. The second goal was $45 to break even on the show. Cool. Yeah, so that pays for our SoundCloud and our Adobe software, which I'm still getting the student discount on. So, and it's been like five years at this point. <laughs> so, until they cancel the EDU, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The third goal is to do a quarterly zine for 600 a month. Uh, so, essentially, what the what the 600 is for is it's three months stacked up, right? So it's going to be. About $1,800 disregarding those other goals because $1 a month goes to nigga, we made it. Yep. <laughs> and the other $44 a month goes to actually paying for the SoundCloud hosting as well as paying for the Adobe stuff. And so it would be like $55, $555 times three, which I'm not going to do the math on right now. And it, it basically, it'll give us the opportunity to pay actual people to write actual things for this and get photographers to take pictures of some of the stuff that we do. And I'm, I'm planning out some stuff for it. And I know we haven't met the goal already, but that's it. Hey, keep looking up. God damn. This is something that I really want to fucking do. It would be sick. And I'm working on the newsletter. All right. So. I guess this has become a Patreon update. Real Patreon hours. Let's go. I might even just cut this part out and put it on the Patreon directly. We'll see how it goes. We can put it. No, whatever. We got to let the people know. Got to advertise. Yeah, that's true. Sell that shit. That's true. Yeah, you'd be surprised, people who are listening, how much I cut out for time. Those last two episodes, 
typically so typically i cut out about six to 12 minutes of like fucking around on the episodes and it's like us saying okay hold on i'm gonna look this up real quick or some other shit and then sometimes it's edited for time like last week and the week before last time eric was on i cut out a section that's going on the patreon and the week before that i cut out a section that's going on the patreon uh-huh. hope you guys like to know about gamergate uh-huh. yeah i hope Check you out your lost episodes it's uh gamergate and comic books i cut out the portion the second time mm. we talked about comics last yeah. time because it was just it was too perfect it was too perfect <laughs> to cut and like i say yeah. and going back to comics and i just went and just cut that whole portion out and tossed it. Done. Yeah, Done. it was really good. But anyway, going back to the Patreon, the whole thing with the quarterly zine is just like, I want to put together like a nice big book of things. And I'm also working on the newsletter, which is going to come out at the end of every month. That basically summarizes everything that we put out on the Patreon as well as in the episodes. And it's going to show like what what items are in the design roundup or whatever you want to call it. And it's just going to be a PDF that you download. I, there aren't enough people to justify getting something like MailChimp or SendGrid to be able to send HTML shits out to people. So that's not yet. Not yet. Tell your friends, tell all of your friends and yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see because it's going to, it's going to take some time to even get to 600 a month on the Patreon yeah yeah we'll we'll get there eventually hopefully we're counting on you on listeners like you tell your friends yeah tell your friends as friends and thank you for all the activity too yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Episode, a lot of people were talking y'all were active on the reddit this last yeah. week i it got checked good Magetto checked me well, was good. That. I had a good read about that. Yeah, yeah. I was just like yo like bobby scar is actually beloved out in this yeah. out in this community and it's just like I don't I don't know him, and I said as much in my response post. And uh, actually, yeah, I will say I I hadn't seen that match, but once I watched it, I expected one the match to be worse, and two Bobby to be talking more shit. Like I thought he was going in, but no, he got it, the match got pretty sloppy toward the end. So I understand. I I, I get especially from a commentator's perspective. I get why he was shitting on him a little bit. Where we appreciate everybody's support. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, keep spreading the good word. Good word, baby. Good word. It gives energy to you two to want to do more stuff. High energy. energy. High energy. I wouldn't necessarily say it provides me with energy, but it definitely gives me incentive to keep doing it Mm. and to add more to it. Mm. I like to to say that I maintain a level of energy throughout the day. I don't drink caffeine at all. Oh, God. No caffeine. I drink like five cups of coffee a day. That's how you're doing this. That explains a lot. Ah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. No. Caffeine. Caffeine does terrible things to my personality as well as my bowels. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. Here's a funny little saying that my friends have developed. Everything makes you shit, Denzel. And that's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of, I kind of, no, I'll ask you later about that. Let's continue. Yeah. Yeah. Let us continue. (laughs) All right. So, Chet. You'll never Yo. guess what I did since the last episode. Uh-oh. What'd you do? Masturbate? I watched anime. Ah! Fuck out of here. <laughs> so, there was a show called uh, 
Iria Zaram the animation. Yeah, dude, those six episodes are so sick. Yeah, it's a fucking, it's so sick. It's way better than I thought it would be. The English dub or the uh, I only watch dubs. Okay, that's All fine. right, let me explain. No, the, the English dub is good. It's great. Kind of. It's okay. I mean, it's like, well, like, it's great for, it's got that cheesiness, that 90s classic charm. Yeah. Where it's the exact same actors. I think it's like oh, AD, man. ADV, not ADV. Uh, I don't know. It's the base out of Texas, whatever. But I think it's that group. And you just like, you start recognizing, oh, I know this fucking actor. And then you, yep. you kind of like, you're, you're, you're along for the ride with your friends. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's how I feel. Like, especially when I watch Slayers, since I got to know oh, all those yeah. actors, I, like oh, every man. single time, uh, like Ghost Stories is the same team oh, as dude. Slayers. So I'm like, you, you, you like it more because you're like as a quick aside yeah if you aren't familiar with ghost stories check that out it was an anime that was so trashy and terrible that when they brought it over to the states the dub team was like this shit sucks let's make this into a comedy it's improv a lot so yeah pretty much the whole thing is just improvised and they made up these personalities for these characters and it's stupid and wacky and it's, it's hilarious there, Check it out. there is a lot of gay panic though so you, you <laughs> yeah so if you can get past that gay panic gay panic it's like that's like we're you know it's like when oh that guy's wants to make out with you because he's a dude you better be who be oh, afraid no, oh no this is very gay yeah or or like or like using like fgt and stuff like that yeah there's, there's also a lot it's, of it's funny anti-semitic jokes but yeah. presented in a uh in a satirical manner like you're not supposed to sympathize with the anti-Semitic character, that, yeah. yeah, and yeah. A, and a lot of disabled jokes. Oh yep. shit! Yep. A lot of everything. It's a pretty problematic show, but check it out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Iria, yes. Iria, whatever you want to say. Oh, actually, going back real quick, dubs. I only watch dubs because for the most part, there's not enough going on in an anime as far as the amount of cells they're using in an animation and the faces aren't super expressive ever. No. So I can look at other things while listening to the anime. Whereas when it's in Japanese, I'm, I, I have to just read it. Yeah. And if I'm going to read it, I might as well read the good version, which is the manga. All right, all right. You got a fair point. And anime sucks. There you go. It yeah. so does manga. So no, manga's lot, great. You take that. A lot back. of anime is trash. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the one of the trash things I watched over over the weekend was um fuck, what was it? A certain scientific Oh man railgun. Railgun. Oh, yeah, yeah, a certain scientific railgun. Yeah. That shit. Now, okay. Here's one of the biggest problems that I have with anime. It's and i Stop me if I said this last week, but it seems like it's just made by the most sexually frustrated pedophiles that Japan has to offer. Well, that anime was directed. I'm pretty sure it was directed by the dude who directed Toradora and Anonatsu and uh, some other rom-com that I fucking love. But I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't do scientific complex like that was just like ugh. one thing that I never understood about anime is like, why, why is everybody a fucking teenager and why are they always kids and why are they always in school? It's like it's, it's meant for kids and, and for the adults that enjoy it. It's like an escape. Like, Oh, we're going back to the good old days when life was simpler. No, I mean, this, the, that, that's what makes money now. It's like, that's yeah. what people watch. Like if you go back to the eighties and the nineties, it wasn't like that back in the eighties is all fucking cyberpunk. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's when times were good. Yeah, that's when yeah. times that's where yeah, Dirty that, that's, pair, when, that's when we got bubble gum, gum crisis. crisis. Ooh. Ooh. ADV boy. police. Uh, oh boy, yeah. 
Oh boy, Dominion Tank Police. Yeah. No, no, I don't know never that saw that one. <laughs> but too far I mean, for us. the issue is, I'm watching this anime, right? And these girls have jobs. Like some of them are cops in this town, and it's like, dog, you're you have to go to school, and you're a fucking cop. Yeah, you might that, as well <laughs> just be a fucking adult with the same problems that was because the you shit have adult I never problems. Understood. It's it's never. Oh, this is the the hotshot policeman who's a young man at 25. Yeah, you could be a sh- hotshot policeman and you'd be considered young at like, 25. Like gunsmith cats. Yes, like gunsmith cats. I don't... <laughs> like I samurai just... pizza cats. <laughs> don't get me started on... You know, well, I, for later, continue. All right. But yeah, instead it's like, oh, it's the hotshot detective at age 14. Like, dude, what are you doing being a cop at 14? Stop. Go to middle school. I just like to see dead bodies. <laughs> yeah, most most anime is pretty bad. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. There were some the story, there were some story elements in that shit that were really fucking cool. All right, spoilers. I think it came out in 2013, so fuck you. <laughs> if you if <laughs> you're upset about older it. Than that. Uh, there was a, it's a prequel to a certain yeah. magical index. Uh, so also, what a dumb name. Yeah, yeah, really. Why? I mean, I'm gonna say that the the what's it called? What's it called when they translate it? The literal translation. Uh, no, it's it's like a job localization. That localization leaves something to be desired. Yeah, that happens. And look, I don't. I don't hate the anime entirely, but if somebody were to pull like a Dragon Ball Z Kai and cut out a bunch of the parts of it, it would be a way better show. Yeah. And that's something that I appreciate about anime now. Like some of the more recent series that have been coming out there instead of doing 24 episodes of like eight that are like really dope and the remainder being just pure dog shit. They're just, you know what? We're going to just keep it down to 12 and eight of these episodes are going to be really sick and four of them. Eh. And that's how we get one punch man. Yeah. That's nope. how you get one punch man. Oh my God. If y'all are reading the one punch man manga, I don't know what we did to deserve this. <laughs> Is it getting bad? It was getting, it's, it's been good. Okay. And they, we just, they just dropped four more chapters on us. Oh, that's good. Out of nowhere. I can't oh. remember where I stopped reading that. I don't have time. Yeah, that's fair. Make the time. I don't know. I still got to finish Battle Angel Alita. I'm like on book 13 or something like that. Oh, I got to read KOI. Oh, I saw someone <laughs> dropping Cabinary. Oh, yeah. On the, yeah uh, I watched in, uh, that. Reddit. Cabinary's great. It's like it's like the way better version of Attack on Titan. Attack on, Attack on Titan. Yeah. Cabinary the, of the Iron Fortress. Yes. Yeah. And look, I've got my issues with this anime. Okay, let's it's, hear it. It's. I mean, I think it starts off super strong. Mm-hmm. The first episode is super strong. But I feel like they had they had the ball when they could have killed off the main character. They had the ball in their fucking hands, <laughs> and then they dropped it. See what they actually fucking what, what did it that. to me. The part where it like lost me it was the little uh, girl, the little girl ninja. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, little 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 fucking waifu came out of nowhere for the fans. Yeah, and I'm like, guys, you had like this gritty, you had this dark show. And yeah, I can see where you're going. Basically the same thing with not killing off the character. That made sense to me, though. I didn't really see him dying. But did you have to bring in the overpowered ninja little girl? Come on now. Yeah. The animation of her, like, kicking ass is pretty dope. It is cool. The Uh, animation is really well done in the show. Yeah. Honestly, I would would rather just them do another season of that than a 
another season of Attack on Titan. Yeah, we can always go what we want. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And not to say that the anime was bad because I did enjoy it. It's really well animated. Mm-hmm. The characters are cool enough. Yeah. And when when one of them when one of them gets got, I was just like, oh fuck, yeah. man, that sucks. <laughs> did you watch that's... Snowpiercer the movie? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It was basically Snowpiercer meets Hell of Zombies. Oh, yeah. Have y'all seen Train to Busan? Never even heard of it. No, I it's haven't. a Korean zombie movie. Which is, in ways, a modern carbonary of the Iron Fortress. It's basically this dude's taking his daughter down to Busan, and there's a zombie outbreak, and now they're just trying to survive. Dope, because they're stuck on this on this train, and they're like, okay, we think Busan is safe. Can we survive until we make it there? It's just a good zombie movie. I do like, I do like Korean movies. I like Korean thrillers. Those are like the only Korean movies that I can think of. Have, have you seen uh, Good and Bad and the Weird? No. I saw it in theaters here. It's, yeah. it's like a... Isn't that Chinese? No, it's Korean. I thought it was Stephen Chow. Wait, is it Chinese? I'm pretty sure it was Stephen Chow. I'm pretty sure it's Korean. <laughs> All right, hold up, internet. All right, you got me on this one. <laughs> Sick. I haven't seen the movie myself, so I can't, can't talk too much shit. Yeah. I saw it once a very long time ago. I don't remember much about it, but I think I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good enough. <laughs> but yeah, check out Train to Busan. It's on. Busan. It's on Netflix. Okay. Then yeah, they're they're making a uh, probably an American version of it. I think next year, which I don't know, could be good. We'll see. But I'm gonna go ahead and say in before whitewashing claims. <sighs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that one, since they're just straight up remaking the movie, I will have zero issue with them casting no Asians in it. I mean, when they remade The, the Departed, it was, it was... That one was really fucking good. Yeah. Nobody could talk shit about it. Yeah. It was just too good. Yeah. I mean, it might just be like the plot. It might not be the characters. It might just be like the overarching like... Plot. Yeah, it, it doesn't need to be the characters. I mean, you can just make it train to San Diego and they're traveling from Los Angeles to San Diego and it's just... It's a black family. It's a, Who knows? It's a beautiful ride. It doesn't really matter. It's All that beautiful. matters is that you have dad and daughter, or dad and kid, really, and or mother and daughter. Ooh, Why are you being ooh. so sexist? All right, fair enough. Why can't you have a starring strong female lead in your imaginary movie, Chet? You sexist. Yeah, there's no plot points that involve them being male, so... <laughs> right? That's mm. that's kind of one of the things that I've always had a problem with, like, people demanding representation in movies. Although, like, this goes both ways. It could literally... In half the movies that come out, it could be anyone. Yeah. It really could. It, they could cast a dog if the dog was a good enough actor <laughs> in any role. You know what I mean? Yeah, and people will still get hung up about why is it a white dog, huh? Yeah. Why is it got to be? Yeah. Why is it got to be a yellow lab? Why can't <laughs> it be a chocolate lab? It's just, it doesn't. It's never made much sense to me. Yeah, but I mean, as as Hollywood is right now, as theater audiences are right now, white male leads are are currently what people want. And what people want to cast. Now, I have a feeling if you make more good movies with black leads, Asian leads, female leads, whatever, I then mean, you're going to have more more of those movies. Yeah, 
look, I'm not saying that I have perfect logic here, right? I'm just saying, like, really, if you think about it, it could be anyone. Oh, yeah. And now I understand people sitting in the theater saying, like, oh, I want to put myself in the shoes of this person, and I can't do that if they have fucking a crew cut or they have a, <laughs> what you call a Caesar for black people yes, that are yes. listening. If you And it's like... I like I understand it to a certain degree just like sexual preferences like oh I would rather have sex with somebody in my own race even though I don't feel that way like I'm gonna let you do you yeah but I mean as far as like movies and shit goes it's like uh, like uh, yeah white it doesn't necessarily need to be a white dude what if they cast a white guy and get out well, then it what, just wouldn't make sense. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's, yeah. it's just like if it's if if race or if race is a, a specific part of a role, yeah. such as Get Out right. or something like Glory or Roots. Like if you recast Roots with a bunch of white people, <laughs> like I think people would find that very funny. But at the same time, they'd be upset. It wouldn't about make any it. sense. No, it wouldn't. If if it I mean, took itself totally seriously, just having a bunch of white, like not even black slave owners, just straight up a white cast. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, boy? Oh, it's Toby. Yeah, yeah, that checks out. Now that checks out. Get on out of here, <laughs> <You> little rascal. <laughs> oh my god. Just everybody's white in that movie. <laughs> the whole movie is oh, white. Shit, that'd be really funny. I don't know, man. I think part of the reason why you say it doesn't matter who it is is because, as a black man, you're used to just doing the self-insert to whoever. Like you can just kind of empathize with whoever you're told to empathize with as the main character of a movie. Well, if you grew up, everyone was white. Oh, that's fair. And you're not used to it. It's like, oh, these people all look like me. Great. And then suddenly taken out of that, it could be more of a shock. I'm not saying that that's the case. I really can't speak on it. But that's, that's yeah, part of my no, theory. I got it. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's super fair. Never thought about it like that. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, I don't know. I've never never tried to watch something to relate to it. This is kind of a problem that I have as a whole. Like, I don't necessarily do things to relate to other people yeah. because it's like, I, I don't fucking care. Yeah. I don't care. Just, you know what? You do you. I'll do me. We'll live our lives. We'll have a great time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's never, never really crossed my mind. And that's something else that I think is really fucking weird where somebody needs a story to conform to, them in some in some way you know what i mean like i need yeah. to be able to relate to this like why isn't this relatable to me no like why why are you trying to seek to relate to this fictional story about this fictional man with this fictional family <laughs> right can't it just be like a story of your friend who just happens to be a dragon slayer can't you just be happy for your friend that he slew this dragon that doesn't have to be you what you can't just enjoy what the, what the story is yeah. you, you got to be like I can't relate. <laughs> this isn't about me. My fr- I can't see any of my friends doing this. <clears throat> you know it's the 20th anniversary of Austin Powers? <laughs> <laughs> Those movies don't hold up well yes, at all. Yes, they fucking do. You take that back. The they first don't. one's great. The first one's great. Mm, okay, man. The replay, replay that entire scene of Dr. Evil. Uh, Zip it. No, no, not that Zip one. It. 
Oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> it's the, the, the Doctor Evil at um, Shrink. I don't know what you call it. Like in the in the support group, it's so fucking funny. So fucking funny. It's a, what happened though is I was listening to a podcast called Laser Time. They're explaining like I feel like, and they're totally right that um, Austin Powers gets a bad rap because everyone just kept like Chet <laughs> saying lines of it. It's like and saying, "Do I make you horny, baby?" And and like they fucking ruined it. The movie that for everyone. That was a terrible Austin Powers. I can't do accents. I can only do like Lumpy Space Princess, and, that, and then I just I go just, on. What? Go on. Wait, what? You're on stage. L- LPS. Oh. I can't. I'm laughing. you off my I can't. I'll sneak it in later on. It's basically my default voice for every single woman. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's a good woman sound. Whenever I'm dating someone and I'm trying to recreate what they told me if I'm in trouble, I just do that voice and it just makes things worse. It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I can't imagine that going over well. But I'm laughing so much, so I'm having a good time, even though they're not. Which I'm sure helps your case. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, laser time. Austin Powers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Austin Powers came out 20 years today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Stop quoting movies. movies, guys. Yeah. yeah. Stop quoting. It's like Borat, Borat's a funny fucking movie. Stop quoting Just it. Th- you don't got to quote all the time. No, you don't. When I was in high school, I was mad guilty of that. Like everything I would do was just like a reference to something else. Even if it was just the dumbest, most mundane thing, it was just like, "Hey, remember that reference?" I gotcha. I, th- I think the only thing that gets a pass is Simpsons references, because like <laughs> Simpsons, there is a lang- there is a Simpsons language, and there's so many fucking great episodes that, at least with my my close friends, we speak in Simpsons talk a lot. I can't explain to you how many times I've had the discussion of, okay, when was it that the Simpsons got bad? Uh, season nine. Yeah. See, a lot of people say nine. I'm more of a twelve. Is that when they switched to 16 by 9? No, that was four by later. three. No, like, because it goes in cycles. Like, a lot of, like, after three or four years, there's a writer's exodus. Mm. And yeah, they'll just switch people and out. And there was a big exodus after season eight. So, oh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I fucking love The Simpsons. I would, I would definitely... I mean, I love The Simpsons, too. I would definitely say that probably two through nine are the most iconic. Yeah, easily. But one through 12, to me, are still super solid and then after that it just kind of gets gradually worse yeah like the africa episode and shit hey the africa episode is fantastic (laughs) you know i think part of the reason why simpsons quotes are kind of timeless is because they sound like things people would actually say yeah you know what i mean there's a lot of it was that is timeless that it's not just a reference to pop culture even though they'll have pop culture icons in there yeah yeah like 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 one of my favorite fucking phrases like t-shirt sales that's the sweetest plum or like honeydew that's the money melon like shit like that is like like (laughs) fucking like like shit like that makes me laugh so fucking much or my my friends and i from kirby's dream band or we're always like oh look it's the microphone from citizen kane or it's a cane from citizen kane or look (laughs) it's denzel from citizen kane like just stuff like that it's like we we make ourselves laugh dear god won't somebody please think (laughs) Think of of the the children children. yeah that that and then of course talking about s-e-x and from the c-h-i-l-d-r-e-n sex cauldron (laughs) (laughs) oh it's too good and i can understand why people wouldn't find the simpsons funny because it's it's kind of the same reason why people now don't think futurama is funny it's a different kind of humor for a different kind of time. Yeah. 
It's not it's not edgy humor like Family Guy with their deep cuts and Jew jokes. Oh man, like, Family Guy shit. definitely has some some good roasts and some good moments on there. But I think the random ass jump cuts and it's gotten boring. I haven't watched anything recent out of them. But if you go back, like yeah, can, season one through four are great. Yeah, you can catch some really good just actual jokes. And aren't just, hey, who's a random celebrity? Okay, we're making fun of them now. I think American Dad kind of picked up with the actual jokes where Family Guy kind of dropped off. Yeah. I thought American Dad was fucking amazing. I know a lot of people who prefer American Dad. Yeah, because Family Guy was kind of just like, "Ah, well, here's a jump cut. Here's here's a non sequitur or non sequitur. Depending on who you are, like the jump cut, and then you come back to the scene, and then there's another jump cut, and they even made fun of themselves yeah. for it at a certain point because South Park had made fun of them, I think. Right? Then they had to be self-aware. Yeah, yeah. I, family Guy's all right. Uh, it used to be better. I like Futurama a lot. I do enjoy Futurama. That's another one where like the last couple of seasons just didn't really do it the same way for oh, me. I think a lot of the writers went to Futurama after season eight. Simpsons. I I believe that. I Maybe could see I think that. so. Around that era, the last two seasons weren't as funny, no. No. Or the last three seasons. It's, yeah, they just they became more serious, which you know is enjoyable in its own right. It just wasn't wasn't for me. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, I've got a life tip for that ass. No no tech tip today, but I've got a life tip. Uh oh. So here's a little bit of advice for you guys. Find find a hobby that you can make money off of. Oh, hey, here we are. Yeah. We're not making money yet. We're we're, we're breaking even. We're breaking even, baby. One of the things that I was told when I was younger was, Denzel, you should really consider starting your own company even if you only have one client so you can have experience in different fields or experience doing this, that, or the other. So when you get ready to have a career, you have this backlog of knowledge that you, you can look upon when you're ready to move forward in your career. And I said, as a Ute, ah, yeah, I'll look into it. Yep. So around then I had started doing freelance IT work and that was valuable in itself. I was hard getting clients being really young because I'm for good reason. Older people don't take younger people seriously. Oftentimes justified. Yeah, so I didn't, after a little bit, I gave up. But now that I'm older, and here's the advice to you younger people just do, try to transact or do your transactions via the internet where people can't tell how old you are. Yeah, that's that's a really handy advantage that you guys have that we didn't. Yeah, because eventually somebody would always want to fucking meet you. It's like, hey, well, you're doing this thing for me. How about I take you out for a cup of coffee? Well, excuse me, let's pump the brakes here. Who said anything about meeting in person? This is fucked. <laughs> now you're going to be able to tell how old I am. Now we good. This is something that's proving useful for me now as far as IT work goes. Because it's getting upon the time where I'm getting a little bit itchy. I want to find a new job. Mm. But without the extra experience that I've gotten outside of my current job, I wouldn't know shit about IT. Because I like I hardly do IT. Let me rephrase that. I wouldn't know shit about 
the current IT game. Mm-hmm. I know technologies that are decades old and one current technology, but nothing that's currently being used. So if if you're lucky enough to work in a field that you enjoy working in, try to find something outside of that that'll make you some money. And on top of that, if it's not something that you enjoy doing, try to find work involving what you enjoy outside of your current job so you can so you can try to at least transition into that career. You may be working for free, quote unquote, for a little bit or at a very reduced rate because maybe you do or you do not have credentials in that field, but it'll help you get towards where you want to go. Yeah, just find something that you that you can be passionate about. If you like music and but you don't have musical talent, you can become a critic. You can learn music theory. You can teach. Isn't isn't everybody a critic? No, yeah. but I mean, you can if you have if you're actually into music. And it doesn't have to be a critic. You oh, can be a curator. Me. You can be critique. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, you can be a you can be a curator, a DJ. You know, there's a lot of things you can do that's adjacent to music without needing to play an instrument. Or you know, you like art. Same thing. You can. There's a lot of things you can do within a certain field without actually being a producer of whatever it is you like. Because you know, it, I don't really believe in natural born talent, but I do believe in natural interest. So if you haven't been raised to have an interest in actually performing music, it's a lot harder than than you might think. Uh, but yeah, if you like video games, figure it out. You like anime. There's something you can do with that. Just be passionate. You people people notice when you're passionate about something. It comes through very clearly. So if you're just kind of being a zombie day to day, people are going to notice. Yeah. Like something I never understood about. I have some friends who they live to work to pay their rent and then they just do nothing. Oh, I- like how like everyone you need to have something that you do that isn't something that you have to do, but something that you want to do on the side of no matter what you do. It keeps you, I don't know, it keeps you motivated. It keeps you driven. It keeps you wanting to do shit. And I can't, I can't imagine being just, okay, I'm, I just finished my fucking job. I'm going to go home and I'm going to watch How I Met Your Mother for the third time. And I know people who fucking do that. And, 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 they, and, they, and they sit in their own filth with their own fucking cats you know who I'm talking about if you're listening to this show, and you don't and you don't, you don't drive 20 fucking minutes south to hang out with one of your best friends because you're too fucking tired and you're too fucking tired because all you do is work all day, and it's not I mean, my fault you gain 30 pounds because you drink beer because you don't do anything else. This sounds personal. Yeah, the, somebody out there is feeling personally attacked. Very attacked. But like, I hope there's multiple people out there yeah, that feel attacked. I hope I just I hope I just woke some of you listeners up, man, because like you can't. We're only here for so fucking long. 80, 90, 100 years, like on this fucking planet. Not and, me. Okay, so, so this is... This, 200 this is, years, this, baby. Yo, this yo, is... Hold on, this hold is, on, hold on. Make sure you get some almond oil. Almond oil. <laughs> this, this, is some, this is some Eric WK life tip right here. Oh, I found your old blog. Oh, which one? Eric WK. Oh, uh, that one's bad. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, that was like 20 years old. And that was like my travel blog. I... I might have two blogs. I have two blogs. One one blog I just wrote when I was I did a giant cross country trip across America for forty days. That's cool. And when you're like twenty one years old, you think you're really funny and clever. I'm not that funny, funny and clever. But I hung out with Andrew WK. Oh, that's cool. Took a picture yeah. of him because he dropped my camera. 
Yeah, he <laughs> nice. just, he fucking. I was going to like, yo, let's take this group picture, and he was like, okay, cool, yeah, man, I want to put it up here. I'm like, well, like set the timer, and it fell off his bookcase, and it and he cracked it. Nice. And Andrew fucking WK was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. It was like a hundred dollar camera. It was, it was this was 2008 before camera phones, kind of basically. Yeah. So he was like, let me give you my camera, and it was this like fancy ass three thousand dollar camera. I was like, no, Andrew WK, don't you dare give me that fucking <laughs> camera. It was. It was for this thing called Road Trip Nation. You give them an application, and then they give you like three hundred bucks, and then a video camera, and then you have to interview three people that inspire you. So we interviewed AWK in his in his Manhattan apartment. We interviewed the, the Toronto cast of Evil Dead the Musical. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, we uh, email like all we did was email. I'm mean, I'm not gonna tell you what Andrew WK's email was, but it was very easy to figure out. Uh, <laughs> this was in 2008. This is a long time ago. Um, and then we just emailed uh, fucking t- the Toronto cast, even the musical, the original cast, I think. And like, yeah, sure, come. So they gave us free tickets and then gave us free food That's and then we so filmed cool. it. I don't know. I don't think the film ever came went out, but then we interviewed some like news reporter dude and then... Some boring ass person. Yeah, some someone else, but it was, it was dope. Uh, Oh, that's, that's my travel blog. Anyways, back to my life tip. Yeah, yeah. Is we're only here for so fucking long. And one thing I tried, I used to be super afraid of flying because of the movie uh, Castaway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> and, and, okay, so Castaway came out and then, then like I just watched Lost. Oh. It was like a fucking one-two punch. Dude, that shit. I was like, I'm going to die in a fucking airplane. It, it's so goddamn scary. Like, that's a horror movie. Is filming a plane crash and what happens on the inside it's not it's no bueno so i decided you know what i'm going to get over my fear of flying so i went to japan gotcha. and then i was like you can't be afraid of flying when you sit on a plane for 11 hours that was what connie did yeah that was her first flight was uh international to japan yeah, yeah. and if you, you fly singapore air and it's fucking they give you as many mai tais as you want so you get trashed and you fall asleep well you get mai tais on singapore you used to uh used to what happened no, I'm just assuming they stopped serving free liquor. Why? Because you get you do get free beer on United. Fuck United. No, but this is Singapore Air to Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you can't get liquor. You can uh, buy it anyway. Oh. Aside, it was, well, aside. it's free because it's, it's international. Oh, is it? Yeah. Free, they didn't what, give me free liquor on my flight to the Dominican Republic. I don't know. All I know is they gave me as many Mai Tais as I wanted. Oh, and shit. All I right. wasn't complaining. Uh, I flew. I've been to Japan three times. I flew once American Airlines. The fucking TV ass movies. You have to wait for it to loop again. Wow. Fuck American Airlines. If wow. you fly. And here, here's the thing. My buddy booked, booked the tickets. And it was Michael Montemarano. Yep. And poor baby ass Mike didn't look at the fucking fine print. He was like, yo, I got us Japanese air, air, airways. It's like. Sick. Let me see the tickets. I was like, "You motherfucker! Look underneath what says Japanese Airlines. It says like, like powered by American Airlines." I was like, "You got me trapped in a fucking American <laughs> Airlines airplane." So I'm pissed. I'm fuming. I was like, "I don't want to go on this flight anymore." I I almost canceled. I was so pissed. Damn. And then I fucking sit down. And I'm like, "These seats suck." I was like, "Where are my socks?" Because in Singapore Airlines, they give you big ass comfy socks, and I'm being a total fucking diva. Because I flew luxury, I flew Singapore fucking air, and now I'm sitting in this poor cheap ass with all the goddamn chickens and all the fucking donkeys in the coach, <laughs> and babies are crying. Like literally, I never heard so many fucking crying babies in my entire life. The movies were all grainy, they were all repeating, and there was only nine choices. The food was awful. I didn't get, I didn't get my soba noodles that I wanted. I was so stuffed for my fucking soba noodles. I didn't get none of that shit. Oh, shit. 
Damn. And I don't even think they gave me fucking toothpaste and toothbrush because Singapore Airlines takes care of you. I might have to fly Singapore next yeah, time. Fuck sure. yeah, dude. Uh, but anyways, life, life tip. So one thing I try to do is every year of my life, I want to consider a chapter, you know? Mm. And I want that chapter to be super fucking interesting. It's like, okay, maybe this chapter, I'm going to go to like a, like a fucking sex party or something. Conversation for later. Or maybe like <laughs> this, this chapter, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to three countries in a year. Maybe this chapter, I'm going to, uh, I don't know, do something that I'm super fucking afraid of. And some of my fucking friends who I love dearly and I went to high school with no more than half my life are just like, I uh, just hang like, yeah. how can you, how can you not drive yourself to blow glass or something? Uh, so look, here's to play devil's advocate here. It's probably not even that they want to do that. It's just that they got into the habit of doing it yeah. because that's, that is something that I've had to break myself of where I would just sit in the house. I would I would not leave the house for shit. I would go to work, mm-hmm. come home, you know, take care of myself or whatever, shower, do whatever, and then sit on my computer for four or five hours, go to bed, get up and do it again. And on the weekends, I wouldn't go anywhere. I would just sit at home all day. Yeah. Sometimes I wouldn't eat, like, because I was just like, ah, fuck it, I'm not leaving the house. And... This was right after my mom had passed away. Okay. Yeah, so, that's yeah, wild yeah. depression right there. Yeah. So I was, I just didn't leave. And even, even after I started feeling better after my mom had passed away, I had to break myself of that. Okay. I had to start leaving the house. I had to force myself to leave. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? I joined a basketball league and Dope. then I joined um, a kickball league. Which was a huge mistake. <laughs> I just dodged a bullet then because my friends were being pissed at me because I didn't join their kickball league that starts tomorrow. Yeah, fuck that. It's not worth it. Um, I mean, the kickball league came later down the road, but I started playing basketball. I started. I started. I had to get go out of my mm-hmm. way to just yank myself out of just sitting in the house. So it's not even. It's not even that like they. It, it stopped being a choice. You know what I yeah. mean? It just became a way of life. I, I would say one of the best ways to get out of that that sort of loop, if you have this, you know, if you have the privilege of having this, is if a friend invites you out to do something stupid, just do it. Yeah. I, I That's what I've been doing. I've been saying no less. Yeah. That was what I did yeah. with, with one of my friends. And uh, I, I've been on the other end of this a couple of times. But... She just was, she was a homebody. It wasn't like for any particular reason. She would just go home and not do shit. So now anytime I'm going to do something, yo, you want to go mm-hmm. spend a weekend up in LA? Yeah, let's go. And that's it. Yeah. If you have a friend like that who is a homebody and, you know, get him out, man. Like sometimes people need a nudge. Yeah. yeah. But if, that's if they want to. If they it, only if they to. want to. Don't force it. Don't. Yeah. I because, mean, I mean, look blackmail if you have to <laughs> y'all gonna leak your nudes online if you don't come <laughs> that's, that's why i started doing some of the dumb shit that i would read online like go read a book in a bar yeah or the advice to join a kickball league came from the internet did anyone make fun of you for reading a book in a bar no i mean it wasn't a bar it was a brew pub oh well you're Bur- you're scary Bur- looking pub. yeah yeah <laughs> very frightening <laughs> uh yeah i mean you kind of just have to if you want to that is if you i mean so 
this is the trickiest part here, right? Like you, there may be an inkling inside of you that says like, I want to go out, but you know what? I don't really. And it's just, you got to kind of fight it. You got to, you got to see what the outside world is like. So uh, as soon as your city gets carpet bombed by whatever foreign country is mad at the U S Canada, because <laughs> we, we fuck up the soft lumber, man. Yeah. The Canadian reckoning is coming. Yeah. <laughs> So as soon as as soon as whatever part of the U.S. gets carpet bombed, just make sure that you went out and you did some stuff before there's a permanent curfew. And you you kissed someone pretty. Yeah, that's not a guarantee to happen. Don't no, listen to this. Man. No, I'm just saying, just make sure you kiss someone pretty before you die. I mean, as long as it's look, consensual. It, yes, well, yeah, duh. As long as it's consensual. <laughs> and I, I ain't Bill O'Reilly. I mean, he, re- he released the first episode of his podcast. Did he? Yeah. Is it good? No. he's he's telling everyone the truth will come out one day he's probably i mean it's not going to come out because he has to have signed an nda before exiting that building yeah yeah i've seen like one day there's a bunch of legality shit all i'm saying is thank god that that the poison has left my dad's brain oh Oh, i mean there's just gonna be something that i don't know hannity Hannity might be out too really hannity is he gonna leave uh I don't know, do we want to be polytalk? Yeah, we can do a little bit of it. Well, I'll give it exactly two minutes. Well, I only have one sentence to say. Okay. okay. I mean, like, I guess, like, someone higher up was going to be being ousted, and he was, like, maybe in protest. Oh, I don't know. yeah, yeah, the VP, the VP yeah. of Fox News. Well, because fucking, uh, Fox what I general. heard is the, the Murdoch's kids aren't super conservative. Yeah. They're, like, kind of, like, more modern or more moderate or something like that, and there is rumors and saying hey maybe this isn't a good thing i mean like it makes money but what doesn't make money i guess is fucking we have a bunch we we're housing a, a hive of sexual predators and <laughs> giant pieces of shit so maybe we should you know a hive a, a hive, hive. Yeah. that's a pretty good term yeah all right yeah. that's enough for the politics talk never have i seen a more wretched hive of scum and villainy yakub maker and creator of the devil swine merchant What's that from? Your time is near at hand. Fuck with me and your time will be now. It's from a Wu-Tang song. Oh, Damn. dope. Yeah. Uh, it's, I can't remember the name of the movie that it came from. thought it was the Samurai Jack thing with Aku. No, no. It's Yakub. 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 Are you familiar with Yakub no. and the Yakubians? No. <laughs> oh, man. I know, I know the Riza. He's got he's got no. Mexican blood. Yeah. Not, okay. All right. Down cool. with the All evil right. Doctor Yakub. No, I'm so, sorry. Uh, I, I I'm pretty sure it's the Nation of Islam believes this. Okay. It's you know Jacob from the Bible. Uh, which one was he? He's one of the twelve disciples. Oh yeah. Wait, was apostles? It? Apostles. That's what yeah. I'm yeah. Uh, Thirteen. If you think dogma is canon. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically, they took Jacob from the Bible and started calling him Yakub and made him an evil black doctor who went into the Caucasus Mountains and created white people to kind of fuck with black people. Like, <laughs> made devils to the white, white, or devils for the black people. Mm-hmm. Was, Is that true? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, as, as, as someone who's woke, can you tell oh, me if that as really it, happened? Like, oh, as it really, is it did it really happen? No. Yeah. Okay. But is that what they believe? Yes. Yeah. Sick. Yo, some of those Nation of Islam guys are... It, it's frightening in a way, but if you don't take them seriously, it's hilarious. Just yeah. like, instead of like, hey, top of the morning to you. Hey, the white man's the devil. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. I did oh, just, I did just watch season two of The Get Down. So that's about as close as I've ever been to. Uh, do, you wake, do you wake up in the morning, greet the sun, ah, the white man's the devil. Oh, yeah. shout outs to Hate Thy Neighbor. Yep. And What's you that? Should, you should check out Hate Thy Neighbor. It's a Viceland documentary okay. series about like hate groups in America. Oof. It's really, it's really heartbreaking in one of the episodes because like the host, Jamali White, meets somebody. Jamal White? The dude? Jam- Jamali. Okay. Th- Jamali White. I thought, I thought you meant Urkel. No, no, Jaleel White. Oh, yeah. Jaleel. Jaleel. I think yeah, playing yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Now you, could, you, now you could also mean Michael Jai White, who's oh, Black Dynamite. Oh, that guy's great. Yeah. Yes, he is. In one of the episodes, he meets a guy who's basically on the fence of white supremacy. Oh man. And his wife his wife is fucking all the way there but he's like he's kind of like a moderate dude and he's just yeah he's like a very reasonable guy and jamal is just like ah, i'm why do you believe all this stuff and it was because of a divorce that went bad and like he had a meth method ex-wife and like some crazy shit so he became racist to kind of explain the problems that he was having in life i was just like yo man that's real sad yeah let's help I, I, sad. that's what all of that is xenophobia racism sexism i'm ignorant it's projection of fears mm. it's proje- mm. is it is it though i mean some of it definitely can be explained by that but like some people are just like stupid some people okay. are, some people are just jerks you're projecting yeah. you're projecting your problems and your fears because you're stupid for some of these people but that's it's still just a projection you know like that's why you get people saying, oh, you're one of the good ones. Yeah, because you finally got to meet this person and see them as a human being instead of this monolithic creature. Yeah, that's just out there committing fucking evils upon evils upon evils. Black devils, man. Yeah, man. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> I saw Kong Skull Island. Oh, how was that? That heard- shit was sick. Yeah? That shit was super sick. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. So does All he right. have a monkey dick? No. Oh. You don't get to see it. Oh. Did you know that gorilla dicks are very small? What? Yeah, the average uh, gorilla dick is about two inches. Well, how big do you think a Kong dick is? Scale that up. I don't know. 20? 20. 20 inches? I mean, yeah, he's hung for a human. Dude's standing 100 <laughs> feet tall. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a 20-inch dick on a human would be... You would never Exhausting. be able to have sex. No, it's chicks. Oh, we've talked about yeah, we have. Dicks we have had this conversation. Yeah. Wait, someone, someone on Reddit said you had a steal your girl story or something like that. Well, I have multiple steal your girl right, stories. Let's let's hear let's one. Hear one. Yeah, let's I'm hear sorry because okay. you, you said I keep distracting you. Yeah, so uh, I refuse to this time. So I'm going to start with the most recent one. And as you may uh, may guess, the most recent girl that I stole is my current girlfriend. Woo woo. Yeah, yeah. Shout Mega Milk. Shout out to Nikki. Uh, yeah, basically, <clears throat> your boy just finessed his way in there. Like, I didn't even really have to steal him, steal her from him. Hey, what was really? he like? Yo, give me a visual. Okay, okay. I want, I want, I want to be able to like mind think. So, mind <laughs> think about this. So, her ex boyfriend was a skinny white guy. He's a couple years older than her, and he, he was just pretty much like exactly what you would picture for a guy from portland and that was that was basically mustache he's got a mustache like right after they broke up sick does he drink from like tiny cups like little espresso cups i think he drinks more from mason jars he's more of that kind of guy mason jars are cool (laughs) yeah if you're in portland Mm. 
low-key racist. Low-key racist. Describe that. Okay, so here's a really fun one. Okay. (laughs) So it's a good band name. I didn't know this until until we had already been dating a bit. But she kept bringing up things of like just you know microaggression kind of stuff, and I'm like, let me just you know just I, I took note of it all. Then when the Dylan Roof shooting happened, oh no! On the news, they were talking about like some of the more uh, subtle white supremacy things, like some stuff that's only popular in white power circles, but it they're pretty obvious signs. Not like the okay sign being white power. Not not that kind of yeah, bullshit. Yeah. No. Uh, so Rhodesia, Rhodesia is the old name for Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Yeah, and when when it was Rhodesia, it was ruled by white people. I think they were of Dutch nationality. And the last leader of Rhodesia was mad racist. He thought black people were subhuman. And this is in an African country. So when blacks took power back, it became Zimbabwe again. But Rhodesian merchandise, any Rhodesian paraphernalia became a white power symbol mm. so i asked her like yo nikki is uh does kyle have any rhodesian stuff Ooh, and she's like oh yeah he has these rhodesian <laughs> military pants that no! he's really <laughs> no holy shit holy shit holy shit, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> yo did you and what? I was like, yo, Kyle is mad racist. <laughs> so that's not even low key. So what makes it fucking dope? Is but, that he a- was, but he was never like overt about it. She she denied it because she didn't want to like saying like, yo, I dated a racist dude. But he never did anything that was like overtly racist. And I'm, now he's gone. Full. I mean, Nikki, God, Nikki's look. pretty Aryan. You know. look, yeah, she had, look, a, she had a bit of a white power cut, too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she wanted him. Or he wanted her to buzz her head, too. Sick. <laughs> She's also kind of oblivious sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just Love like, you, girl. Yep. It's like, uh, dog, he probably was doing some wild racist shit. And she just didn't <laughs> just know that it, it was racist. She probably just never saw him in the same room as a black guy and never thought about it. <laughs> and like he would walk, they would walk into a building where there's like one black person. He'd be like, I hate this restaurant. Let's go. <laughs> but what makes this dope is Chad as a non whitey. I don't know what you, what are you? I am half black. Yeah. As a, as a half black man, you took a racist man's precious white woman and gave her the good and dick. you gave her the good dick. Mm. How does that make you feel? Oh, it makes me feel very good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. It's like oh, oh man, that's this. I don't know. That's not good. That's not good. I've never stolen anybody's girl. Eric, you ever steal anybody's girl? Uh, I guarantee you have and you probably don't even know it. I'm also oblivious to stealing girls. Uh probably, I don't know. I make I I tend to make it more angry than 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 steal. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Uh <laughs> Well, okay. Okay. Ugh. So I have a I have a really good friend, one of my best friends for 10 years. Uh we always flirted. Always flirted for as long as we known each other. And even I know I'm a shitty piece of, I'm a, I'm a shitty person. Even when she got a boyfriend, her and I would still like harmlessly flirt. Harmlessly. Yeah, flirt. yeah like, like harmless. Like we wouldn't, yeah. we wouldn't, but cuz like this is how we've always been. So like this canoodling. Is, this is like we 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 wouldn't hang out cuz we lived different parts of the world or country and it was just I don't know, it 
also this guy was a major fucking uh malicious piece of shit so i i didn't had it I, I didn't have any any like disregard like i didn't you have didn't any regards the guy. any respect to guy no he was abusive Fuck him. he was he uh was mentally abusive Fuck he him. also uh forced her to let him date multiple women even though they what were in the a monogamous yeah so he was a, so this is a person that i had no fucking respect for okay yeah. so so i was flirting with like one of my best friends and i was like like doing like yeah i want to get married one day and like do this 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 and then an hour later she calls me and she doesn't call me very often she only calls me when she's having a bad day and i was like hey what's up girl what's up i miss you how you doing i like how you doing like pretty pretty eyes i don't know like something dumb like that yeah and then she sounded scared out of her fucking mind and i'm like oh i'm like hey is uh everything okay she's like uh yeah everything's fine uh how's it going i was like i'm doing pretty good and like having a conversation all of a sudden he goes hey you fucking faggot in the line and then just starts berating me berating me on the fucking phone while she's like has to listen to this and then like talk shit and like i was like i was like I was scared. I was like, what the fuck is this? Then he like called me back and then sent me long text messages. He was just constantly harassed me and like threatened me. And then he called me to apologize. Oh, fuck him. And then basically kind of put the blame on her. Like, you know, she's just a sweet girl. She doesn't know any better. And like, I'm like, yeah, sure, dude. Fine. And then I learned my lesson. Don't flirt with girls with boyfriends because you don't know how crazy they could be. Well, don't be dating insane dudes. Well, see, as as a friend of hers, that's on you, dog. How are you letting your girl take this man? I don't. I don't. No, I I, take man. That's fucked up. That's your homegirl. We got we got got, got homegirl out of that. And now and now and now her 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 new boyfriend is a is a super dope dude. Does the Wim Hof breathing method. I respect that. (laughs) That's uh. I think went to Harvard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I do that every morning. Do you really? Yeah, Wim Hof every morning. Okay. Right. Yeah, okay. That's another. We, you we, went we, to Harvard. I think he. I think he went to Harvard. I, I mean, like, look, dude. you. Anyone go to Harvard? My whole thing is, if a dude calls me threatening me. No, 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 no. This is her new boyfriend. Is it no, dope? no. Yeah. Oh, her yeah. Pre- yeah. previous guy. Yeah. Dude calls me threatening me. I'm going over to his house. I'm gonna go see him. And I know you live in different parts of the country, but I would have yeah. made a trip. <laughs> well, here's the thing: I'm a I'm a fucking baby kitten. Oh, how wuss. big was this guy? I don't know. Well, he's pretty skinny as shit. But he was. Yeah, he's skinny as shit. But oh. he's also he's also like I'm I'm never going to stab someone. You know, I got yeah. I got I got some I got some I got laws. I got I got street rules to myself. Street this person, <laughs> he's the kind of person who would. Put a knife in your gut. He sounds like he because he does a lot of drugs and and he's 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 mentally unstable and he's kind so of get your girl out of there. All you all you got to do is I'm all, I'm all it's about like stepping. entrapment, dog. You go over to his house if he's a, if he was as angry as he was over the phone and like let's say you were to I don't know where they lived and how far you were apart. San Francisco, San Francisco. Let's say you go up to San Francisco, you knock on her door and you ask like, "Hey, like you should come out, surprise, blah blah blah." And he's there and he gets mad at you. He hits you one time, he's going to jail. Sick. And then you just got to hope that okay. you can recover well yeah. enough to just keep keep him off of you <laughs> as, as he's being badass or and I got, he I got, have I got a, a pretty face this is the, this is this is the money phase uh, the money melon i mean like if the if you broke your nose you could always yeah, get it sure. shaped down and and it's already that. crooked you can get that owen wilson charm oh yeah, yeah. That's true. but what oh. sucked was he was a he was a tattooer i mean he was a tattoo he wasn't that good dude he's a piece of shit he worked at a tattoo shop so small small world so i was getting tattooed and my tattoo artist was like hey do you know this girl so-and-so i was like yeah i was like yeah, there's rumors going on that you were hitting on her on her on her 
on her. Uh, no, like this guy was you were you were hitting on this guy's girl, and like you you were like you were like fucking her on the side. I was like, what the fuck are you hearing? No, absolutely not. How did they like, know who so you are? All the way from San Francisco to San Diego, I'm getting tattooed, <laughs> word and this out. and words getting oh, out. Oh shit! I'm like, fuck, man, this person's a so you should have just done it, man. You well, should have just I had him locked up, or homie, you should have just fucking beat homie, the shit out of him. I'm above that, and I'm making that Rocket League money. I don't, fuck, I don't, I don't, I don't fuck, I don't fuck with trash people. Damn, I just talk, like I don't know. I'm, I'm a very um, rash person. Yeah, and <laughs> don't like I've started leaving the house again. So don't put me in a position where I leave my house and have to go do something. Damn, because I will. I'm not above like. Going out of and now, now that this is going to be on the record, I'm going to be hearing this as I sit in court one day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not, I'm not above like going out of my way to fuck somebody's life up. Not Mm -hmm. like I'm not going to go do something to you. I'm going to make sure the law does something to you because that's that's how you get the long dick. Because I know if if me and somebody else are in similar position. I know they don't have money for a fucking lawyer. I know they can't handle the actual law. And a, lot and of a people, public defender is not going to do that much yeah, for you. A lot of people <clears throat> that are in similar socioeconomic status as us don't really understand court and like don't really know how to, how to use that to their advantage. So they're going to go in and fuck things up for themselves. They're probably going to make it worse yeah. by running their mouths. So... Yeah, it's like he had it coming. He deserved it. He showed up at my house, or he was at this grocery store near where I lived. And it's like, well, I know, I know well enough not to get myself caught up. But I will, if I uh, if I'm upset enough, I will go out of my way to do something about it. And there, you can ask anybody who I've had a bad customer service experience with how persistent I can be. (laughs) I when I was in college. There was a counselor who said one time, only one time, she was a career counselor and I was trying to get an internship. She said one time that she was going to email me and about like job prospects, essentially. And this was like right at the beginning of the year. I waited two days because apparently that's like etiquette or whatever. You wait a couple days and you don't hear back. So I emailed her. She said, oh, I'm sorry. I'll get that right to you. She didn't get it to me in an hour. So I showed up at her office and she was just like, oh, uh, what's what's up? And I said, you said you were going to email me something like uh, I'm wondering if you can send that to me. And she was just like, oh, well, here's here's the sheet. Uh, next time, don't show up here. And I said, well, next time, don't say you're going to do something and not do it. Damn. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And I mean, like, granted, that was it was misdirected. I was fucking like 18 at sure, the time. Yeah. And like, I thought showing people that you were serious, that you were persistent would be a good way to make sure they knew you were serious. And like, to an extent, it is. Yeah. But you also want to make sure that you're not like. <laughs> going out and violating yeah not coming off aggressive now yeah exactly and anybody who i've had a customer service experience with such as the gym that i used to go to that i'm embroiled in this little problem with right now i've sent 20 or so emails to these two people that i've been communicating with so i have to like go through my phone records and shit and get this information to this guy i don't want to sound like a fucking asshole when i say this but for the amount of time that i've invested in this 
it's $89 that I would essentially be getting back for for every minute that I poured into this. It's only $89. And why am I doing it? To prove a fucking point. Yeah. And it's like, uh, this is going to sound super fucked up, but to an extent, people, this is going to sound super fucked up. People need to know not to fuck with me. Like, don't waste my time above above everything else, above every single fucking thing else. You think you can waste, you think that you have the ability to waste my time? You think that it's a good thing to waste my time or you're not considered enough not to waste my time? All right, well, here's me wasting my own time just bothering you. <laughs> I will bother you and bother you until I legally am forced to stop or you comply to what I want. That's it. And like I realize that sounds like real real crazy, but it only comes out every once in a while. Yeah. It's, it's very not gonna come up all the time. It's very useful for my work when I have to constantly be on the phone with different customer service agents because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So at least I have an outlet. Hey. Anyway, Eric's looking at his watch. No, I just want to make sure that we can actually get questions in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We have yeah. so many questions. There are a lot of questions. And voicemails, too. Realnerdhours.reddit.com. All right, there we go. Reddit, baby, Reddit. Sofa Man, what do you guys think of DLC fighters and fighting games? Like what's going on in MVCI? Seems pretty fucking bullshit to me. Also, it's been weeks there's yet to be a Chet Steal Yo Girl story. What you got? Well, you heard it earlier in the episode, so if, man, I hope you enjoyed actually, it. I didn't even really get to I'm the gonna part. I'm going to clock out for these five minutes I while you talk about fighting games. I, I actually didn't even really get to the part where I even stole her, but, you know. Oh, that's part two. No, that's part that's, two, yeah. I mean, now, got, uh, let, me, let the, me explain it real quick for you at home. It was through attrition. Chet was around so much and so often and flirting with her. It was like spraying a hose at a wall. And it eventually will just crumble. That's how the Grand Canyon was formed. Yes. Yeah, actually, basically, that that boils it down pretty well. Just that attrition, baby. Yeah. I put it in there that it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, you cute. Let's do this. And yeah, she was down. All right. There you go. And I'm a wordsmith. DLC fighters. DLC and fighting games. I have very mixed feelings about it. What I like about DLC in fighting games is that getting new characters as the game goes along like street fighters five right now has what eight characters more than the original roster yeah they could have put those first six in but you're still getting two characters more than they would have originally had planned same kind of deal with smash bros with mortal Kombat, uh killer instinct you know you can wait another year for them to to release all of this at once or you can just get the season pass or whatever and get those characters after you've played the game a bunch. But on the other, on the other hand, it is a money grab. I mean, companies have to make their money somehow at this yeah, point. Yeah. And overall, I guess I'm going to say I'm fine with it just because if it's a game that I like, I will support content for it. Like I've poured, I, I don't know how much money into Dota but I've played over a thousand hours of it. If I have to spend a hundred dollars on a game that I spend a thousand hours on, I'd say that's a fair trade. I, w- I would, you know, a dollar per 10 hours. Yeah. seems fair. I agree. There you go. 
Support the devs. Support the devs. Uh, I agree to an extent. I don't know. I don't know that paying for characters is the best way to do it in a fighting game well, because that's the really the only thing going for it. Yeah, but what's nice, like in Street Fighter Five, you can unlock those characters with in-game currency. It just takes a lot. Oh, so I have three characters, three DLC characters unlocked for Street Fighter Five without paying anything above the original price. So, and I don't even really play that game that much, but getting the other five, that's going to take some grinding. Yeah. So, and you know, if, if Marvel Infinite's the same way, I'll be totally happy because I'll hopefully they handle it better. all the time for that. The biggest issue that I have with Street Fighter is like you buy the season pass and it wasn't disclosed like how many characters were coming out initially, right? For the yeah, season pass. Yeah, for the first one. And what else was there the game did ran like shit forever yeah i will definitely say street fighter 5 had a very rocky start but does mvc or a uh, new marvel vs. capcom i got my waifu uh, morgan in it yeah how about my waifu that cactus that punches people oh amingo yeah has not been announced pretty unlikely <laughs> what unlikely but he rips yeah uh but who do you want to see the most Oh, well, actually, one of my top requested characters was Sigma. Mega Man X and Sigma were, yeah. like, two of my very top requests. So, hey, we're good. Uh, I do want to see Black Panther. Dope. I mean, he'll, he'll like, I'm pretty sure Marvel's like, yo, you got to put Black Panther Yeah, in because of the movies, I feel like it, he is a likely include. Yeah. I, I do want to see Iron Fist come back just better than he was in Marvel 3. But I also don't want him to be TV show Iron Fist because then he's worse than he was in Marvel 3. <laughs> exactly. Well, like, well, like, even though I don't play Marvel, um, I have a. I'm glad that game exists. Yeah, because like I love, I love, I love the idea of games as celebration. Yeah, like so, like Konami used to have this Famicom series called YY World, mm-hmm. and it was a celebration of their IPs at the time. So YY World had like characters from their Goonies game. Yeah, uh, had the Vic Viper from Gradius. It had uh, Contra characters. It had Simon Belmont. It had. It was like a fucking celebration, and that's why I love Smash Brothers. Because it's like, it's like, let's hurrah for everything that we created for this. And that I think Marvel is really fucking cool yeah. for that. And I mean, there's so much cross promotion that goes into mm-hmm. it. Like, people will get the game because they love Marvel characters. People will get the game because they love Capcom characters, and they love and Sakura. They, yes, <sighs> and meow. <laughs> they will. They will be exposed to new characters. Like the first time I heard of Rocket Raccoon yeah. was when he was announced in Marvel 3. <laughs> yeah. Like that was the first I learned of Guardians of the Galaxy. Then I read into it. Then it was like, oh, they're making a movie. This is cool. I, I, I actually like the voice actor for MVC Rocket Raccoon yeah. more than um fucking what's that Bradley guy's name? Cooper. Bradley Cooper. What he, is that guy doing anymore? Guardians of the Galaxy. Is that yeah, he's Bradley Cooper? In, is he in movies? He's, yeah, he's a bajillionaire. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I haven't seen him anything recently. That's because your eyes aren't wide open. Your uh, third eye's not open. Uh, no, it ain't. Uh, speaking of third eye, is is the guy's name Gogoroth? The octopus dude? What's the name? What? From Marvel 2. The octopus guy. Oh, Shumagorath? Oh, Shimur. Shumagorath. Oh, Shumagorath. Yeah, he's a uh, fucking Doctor Strange's. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's another extra dimensional being. Yeah, is he Is he in, announced? He's, a, he's in Marvel 3. Yeah. <clears throat> he might be. He's not announced yet. I've always found him really adorable. <laughs> don't play his alternate costume in marvel 3 it's creepy as fuck what is it it's just eyeballs everywhere cool like, over his entire body tentacles Dude, and everything into it it looks weird anyway. sick 
Yeah, moving on. Next question comes from Mercury City Skyline. I've been on the job hunt for a few months, and while I've remained positive throughout, I can feel the pressure coming down on me. At one interview I landed, the interviewers started asking why I wasn't getting any other interviews, which threw me for a loop emotionally later that day. Any thoughts, advice, strategies for somebody, for someone feeling like their job search is futile? It's a fucked up question. Yeah, it, it's Yo. rough. My God. Well, when I graduated the art, the art Institute, which was a garbage trash school, it took me a year and a fucking half before I got my first job, which was at Insomniac. I mean, look. It takes a while. Yeah. This is a, this is right the fuck up my alley. Uh-huh. Because your man's was in a tough spot in, I want to say, 2013, 2012, somewhere around there. I had... I couldn't find a job for seven or eight months. And after, I want to say, about three weeks of trying, I started keeping count of how many jobs I I had applied to. And when I finally landed a job at the company that I had to go back to that I was unceremoniously fired from, <sighs> they I had applied for over 350 jobs. Fuck. And that was like I had I had no other choice but to go back to that other company as soon as they started hiring again. I applied for jobs at Pizza Hut, at Albertsons, at donut shops, anywhere with a help wanted sign as well as in the IT field. And I wasn't finding anything. That's crazy. Anything at all. And when I say 350 jobs, that's not made up. Like I literally, all right, look, it wasn't exactly 350. I think it was around 342, 343, something like that. But I kept count. I kept count of every single fucking job I applied to. I was doing 10 a day sometimes. I was just trying to find anything and I wasn't getting hired anywhere. And the only thing that kept me going through it was a nice cold bottle of Miller High Life. Champagne Uh, of beers, baby. I'm just kidding. But that's it's difficult to stay positive in a situation like that. The most important thing that I can recommend to you is if you're not getting many interviews and depending on what city you live in, you want to start attending networking events. Try to find people in your same industry, start getting to know them a little bit better and kind of try to get your work from that. Because from what I found at least in today's current society, is people don't actually hire you based on your resume. What they do is they look for people internally who have recommendations for people that will definitely need to be hired versus, oh, here's some guy off the street. He's an unknown quantity. Nobody yep. knows him. And if their friend gets them a job here, they're more likely to work harder than if we just hired them. Yeah. And it's difficult. It's difficult to find a fucking job. And even even if you have friends, your friends will sometimes let you down. It's, dog, d- trying to get a job is probably the most frustrating thing that I've ever had to experience. It sucks. And sometimes you just get lucky. Like I, myself, I got lucky with the current job that I have. The company I was working for was splitting up to Toronto and LA and they were leaving San Diego as a whole and they had no room for me. And I kind of just lucked out by finding a posting on Craigslist and there was a guy who worked there and the, I'm fairly certain that I got the job because I like video games. And the guy who worked there at the time, 
he was a huge Rocket League fan, and we just kind of talked about that most of the interview. That's funny. Yeah. Hey, whatever works. Yep. He was huge into it. Huge into it. Yeah, I would say the job search game is pretty different if it's like you just need a job, anything, or you're looking for something in your field. Because if you're looking for something in your field, I would say it's even more emotional. Like, that was how it was for me, because I, I just graduated. I was a hot shot in college. Everyone was like, looked up to me. I had good work, had good work ethic, et cetera, et cetera. I was getting interviews ish, not a, not a ton, but what I excelled in, none of the places were doing. Because I was a Photoshop specialist. Everyone wanted InDesign, Illustrator. They wanted layout artists. They didn't want anything creative. So I'm like, I don't, I don't want this job. I'm overqualified or at least differently qualified, whichever. And they don't want someone who has this ego about them. You know, it's like, it, it would have been a mismatch even if I had gotten one of these jobs. And I was kind of screwed for a bit. And then I just got by on freelance. Then I just, yeah, just friends got me in the door to two different places. One of which was about a month long freelance gig. And the next one was a freelance gig turned into a full-time job. So yeah networking especially if you're dealing with something that is your career choice networking is beyond invaluable and you might have to leave your town i had to do that yes yeah don't be afraid to to then i came back yep might have to pack up and leave another thing that you'll do another way to stay positive is try especially if it's something that you're super passionate about is try not to tie your inability to not get a job to your self-worth, even though like you may have gone to school for it and you may be very passionate about it. Just try not to let that dig into you too much. And I know it's very difficult because like I have a lot of passion in what I do and I'm, I, at least I believe that I'm very, very good at what I do. And when I'm unable to find a job, it's kind of, it brings all of that into question. It's like, yo, like, yeah. am I really as good as I think I am? Or are people just blind to my obvious talent? I'm like the Michael <laughs> Jordan of the IT game right now, and nobody wants to draft me. And it's like, it's like one, of course, ditch the ego. Nobody likes an ego. And two, just, it's really difficult to do this, but like not tying it to your self-worth. It, it's it's tough. It's real tough. Yeah. And it's at least, in my opinion, and this could be completely off base, but I think dating and getting a job are very fucking similar. In a lot of ways, yeah. Because it's that's you. That's, that's what makes up the core of you. And on a dating site, you put out your information, which is essentially your resume, which is like your, ex, your height, your weight, what you look like, your pictures, your headshots or whatever, and a description of your, basically what your skills are. And either you're explicitly describing your skill set or you're implicitly showing them by telling jokes if you're a funny man or whatever. Except in a resume, when you send it out to a company, and this is just like Tinder, they're like swiping left or swiping right on your fucking resume. And if they look at it, it could just be one thing is off. It could just be like maybe they don't like the formatting of your page or maybe they don't like your name. Oh, They're like shit like that. You'll never know what it is. Yeah. That's the most frustrating part. It's like why 
why don't you love me? <laughs> it's really fucking difficult to deal with, yeah. especially when I when I put out those those resumes in volume like that. That took every last bit out of me. That it's, and it's exhausting because you have to do the same shit over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And at least a lot of websites have changed. But back when I was doing it, it was still fill out this entire form. Yeah, like put in your education experience, your high school that you went to, every the university time. you went to. Every single time, it was slow. You couldn't just apply with LinkedIn. You couldn't just upload a fucking resume yeah. and have some dickhead look at it. Some dick, some dickhead, might I add, who probably isn't doing their job most of the day. Yeah. It's probably some dickhead who's out at the gym most of the day. And let me let me just say, I think recruiters are pieces of shit. <laughs> But if you're in a pinch, they can find you a job that you don't really want to do, but that'll get you paid hey. as long as you comply to whatever they they need done. Don't let other people's behavior get you down either. A lot of the time, recruiters or the HR reps at these companies are fucking irresponsible people, yeah. and they should be corralled and sprayed with like squirt bottles in their face every time they fuck up. Don't it's do really, that. It's really annoying. Don't do that. And don't eat off the counter. A lot of the time, too, it's just people being paid minimum wage. Like the per, the first person calling you back probably isn't even technically an HR person. They're not an HR professional. They didn't yeah. go to school for HR. They're just some lady. They're just a receptionist yeah. making phone calls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes she forgets. Sometimes she's irresponsible or he depends on whatever company it well, is. Some she people are it. just jerks. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, try not to let it get you down. We'll get to voicemails and emails. We'll just do uh, an additional episode, or not an additional, but we'll do a longer episode next week. Thank yeah, you, everybody, uh, for listening. You can follow the show on Twitter at XRealNerdHours. You can follow me on Twitter at ThatDenzel. You can follow Chet on Twitter at BushidoBrownSD. Great. Yeah. You can you can subscribe to the Patreon at patreon.com slash real nerd hours. We're gonna be that. adding content to it in the coming weeks. You don't want to miss it. Or Smash I mean that. you technically with Patreon you don't miss things, but we would appreciate your support in this. And we we enjoy doing this, right? Chet, Chet do you enjoy this? I, yeah, I like talking shit. All right, cool. I enjoy it. Eric, do you enjoy this? I enjoy this heavily Damn. see eric's heavily not even like it. a permanent part of the show he's just got nothing to do he's a, <laughs> well actually no i'm uh i'm busy in two weeks but next week next week next week i'll come by and then i'll take a break and then the people will want i yeah. want to only because i want to answer some of these questions oh yeah. okay fair we enough got, we've ne- got this mad backlog and next, gonna next not, week next week can it just be just questions just no, questions fucking around with all this okay we can yeah. we can just do just next week just, just questions. questions yeah all right uh yeah patreon.com slash r or slash r e a l n e r d h o u r s real nerd hours yeah, yeah. reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours you can send us an email at askrnh at gmail.com we're gonna get to those emails that are sending in the mailbox next week we're gonna get to the voicemails next week uh chet's got somewhere to go yep got places to be baby thank you everybody for listening good night see you next thursday